welcome back to Madness in the Method, the podcast where we talk about Nicolas Cage and his prolific career. Um, uh, we try to figure out wh- where everything went wrong, or maybe if it's always been wrong or right. I don't know. I'm not sure. That's that's part of the journey. And uh, my name is Tobias, and with me, as always, is my friend and trusted co-host, Christopher. Hello, everyone. Hello. And uh, today we are we are we are continuing forward in season two of this podcast. Um, we, we we wrapped up season one uh, late last year, and we have now yeah we, we started we started up last week with um, with season two where he is he has fully moved into the Hollywood territory after after the first like 10, 12 years of his career trying out different things. So last week, of course, was The Rock, his first big, like, Hollywood blockbuster. Um, which I think we both kind of, I mean, I, dis- I guess I disliked it more than you did. But I don't think either of us liked it that much. No, not really. No. However, that was that was 96. This is a year later now. It's 97, and he is doing yet another Jerry Bruckheimer movie. Um, but it's not... Uh, directed by Michael Bay, it's uh, it's directed by uh, what's his name, uh, Simon West. It's uh, it's Con Air, um, which I is that like a meme movie at this point? I think I've seen some stuff. It's there are definitely memes from it, uh, but I don't. I, I'm not sure it's a meme movie. No, but it feels like uh, people definitely like remember and reminisce over this more than The Rock, right? Oh yeah, this is more more of a this this it's more uh, an exam this is a movie you would use as an example of a stupid action movie that men likes in like a sitcom. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. it's more <laughs> in that vein than than The Rock is, I'd say. Yeah. Um and uh well, uh um uh, I, I'll, I'll just, I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll just step right into it because we don't need to talk about the plot. It's a bunch of convicts on an airplane that, you know, they're being uh, moved around from from from, dif- from different prisons to other prisons. Um, Nicholas Cage is, of course, uh, go. He's, he's up for, uh, he's up for release. He's been in prison for what is it, seven or eight years for manslaughter. Eight. Protect, he's protect. sentenced. He's sentenced to eight to ten, but he's uh, going to be released now seven years. Exactly. Seven, exactly. So. Um, he he was protecting his wife, um, and accidentally murdered a man. <laughs> um, in the first two minutes of the movie, we'll, we'll get we'll get into that. Anyway, so he so he's being released. So he's hitching a ride on this plane. Um, but unfortunately, some of the other inmates or convicts uh, don't want to just go to another prison, so they decide to hijack the plane, and hilarity ensues. That's basically the plot. Um, yeah. There's this. There's this. Like l- later in the movie, this subplot of of uh, um, the convict to take over the plane actually having been contracted by some f- foreign drug cartel guy who's out. Who who's also on the plane? They they're supposed to, like free him and get a bunch of money, but I mean they they, they kind of they kind of start that plot up and then dispense of it pretty quickly. This is one of those movies. Uh, which have so many plots and small plot threads throughout the movie that isn't really connected to each other yeah. that you sort of can pick and choose which do I like to care about. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. So you go through the movies like, yeah, these four characters are my favorite, so I'm going to follow these. But there are like 50 characters that you can follow if you want to. Uh, but So there's just a lot of things that doesn't really matter for the big whole. So what you're telling me is that this could actually be one of those movies they remake as a limited series now. Oh, definitely. 100%. Because <laughs> it, it takes place over like a, a it's a four-hour plane ride, but they manage to stretch that out over like 20 hours because it's different plots and you go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, and you, you just follow one character of every episode. Yeah, yeah. Throughout the entire story arc. Yeah, that, 100% you could do that. <laughs> I don't know... If it would, I don't think it would be good. No, <laughs> but of you course. could. It's like it's like when they when they turned uh, uh, shit. What's it called? Uh, From dusk till dawn. A nice ninety minute action horror movie into a ten hour TV show. 
Oh, yeah. Well, no, we had like a season two or whatever. I don't know. I don't, I really? Oh. Yeah, I, I think uh, that would so, pass the movie. Anyway, yes. So, um, have you seen this movie before? Yes, <laughs> I have seen it uh, maybe not very many times, but I've seen it sometimes before. Uh, a few it. times. I, I, I thought I owned it, but I don't. Oh, okay. Or if I do, it's not where it should be in my, uh, in my collection because I'm looking at the, the C O N uh, section and it's not there. I I watched it on Disney Plus. That's where I had it. Oh, it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's uh because <laughs> it's 20th Century Fox, right? I mean Disney owns oh. Fox now, so. Well. Um. No, it's also, it, no, you, it's, you it's have Touchstone. Disney Plus. It's Touchstone. It's owned by Disney since years ago. Yeah, and well, no, my my sister has Disney Plus. I just oh, leech okay. off of her. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and uh, last time you saw it, or first time you saw it, um, what was that? And what what did you think of it then? I can't remember exactly when I saw it the first time, but I do remember that I liked it the first time. I was pretty young, probably like in my early teens, or maybe in like the what is it called tw- tweens. Um, I guess. Uh, but then rewatching it, like not that long ago, maybe two or three years ago, I did not like it at all. I thought it was a terrible movie. I don't, I don't know what it was. Um, so I was a little worried going into it now um, that I uh, there would be a repeat of The Rock. But I gotta yeah. say, I quite enjoyed it this time. What? Um, I, I thought it was it was it was real fun. It was it was um yeah like you said it was a, it was a quintessential run of the mill like cheesy action movie but done very very well yeah so I I me as well I saw it uh, early age uh, can't say when but probably around like yeah about probably fourteen something some somewhere around there yeah yeah because I know this movie go is on television. It was always on television. It was a lot on television in like the yeah. early two thousands, yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I know, I know for a fact it still go, is as uh, regular oh. on television because I saw it on TV like when I was at my parents like a year ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I didn't see it the entire movie, but I saw because uh, this movie I've seen it, I've I've seen it when I was. Like, kid I saw it and then since then I've seen the beginning and the middle no the middle and the end a lot mm. but I I'd never seen the beginning in years but it's it's usually on TV I put it on oh is this movie and then I keep watching it um, so I did that like a year ago so I know it's still on TV oh okay yeah I don't I don't watch TV <laughs> so I don't <laughs> no me neither is when I'm visiting my parents I that's that happens. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, but um, anyway, uh, so I know I liked it first time I saw it. Uh, I have revisited it, and I say I during the years I always think it was a pretty fun action movie, but not really a good movie. Yeah, yeah. Fun movie. Uh, I do own it. I have it on DVD. I know somewhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's what I was going into. Like, yeah. This is probably be better, more fun at least than The Rock, mm. and it was. Yeah, it, yeah. I, um, and and I, it's it's kind of funny because The Rock is still pretty fresh in my mind since we're recording this just a week later. Um, and uh, this is such this is such a um, uh, it, it, I think I think it's very easy to compare them because they're both produced by the same guy, um, Jerry Bruckheimer. Um, now without Don Simpson, since he coked himself out of existence between then and now, um, but it, it definitely has the same the same vibe. Um, you, you you can really feel that the you know the 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 Jerry Bruckheimer influence on this, but it does not have the bloated, insane like uh, direction of Michael Bay. Yeah. So instead, it, it I mean Simon West hasn't like a great track record for directing movies. Um, he, this is like his, I think this is his biggest hit really. Um, he's done some other stuff I've seen, but it's mostly like you know mid-budget action movies. Um, he did the first Tomb Raider movie, which is not great, but it's not bad. He did make recast. He never gonna give you a music video. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> um, and he did. I'm I'm sort of a fan of the mechanic, the the Jason Statham movie, which is I think is a remake of a '70s movie. Um, and he did he did do that. That was that was probably when I rewatched the last time. Actually, it was just a while ago now, because he made the Expendables two, and I uh, the Expendables. Uh, hoo hoo, excuse me. The Expendables movies are a um, a guilty pleasure of mine, but mm. I, not even not even I like the second one. <laughs> and I remember rewatching then uh, the mechanic and 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 Con Air during that time because it was Simon West. And it was just like, yeah, he's not a good director. But n- now I, I haven't rewatched Expendables two since then, so I don't know. Um, but like I said, rewatching Con Air now is like, no, it's actually it's, it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> but. I- I, I think the biggest, if we are comparing, because you're right, it's very easy to compare The Rock and yes. Conor. Yes, 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 yes. So around the same time, uh, yeah, same producers, very similar, well, not similar story, but similar ballpark. Yeah, the, the, the concept is, it's like a, it's like a, it's almost like a Die Hard movie. Die Hard on a plane, yeah. while, while Con, uh, The Rock is not really like a Die Hard movie, but it's, it, you could almost say it's like a Die Hard in Alcatraz. Almost. Yeah, and I think the biggest difference, what what works in this one and didn't work in Rock, is this movie, they are really... Um, it's very tight about what they're, what's get screen time. Yes! Uh, like, every... Because, as I said, this movie has a lot of characters. I think there are, like, 15... Or something, 10, 15 inmates that have names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and a backstory and a character, sort of. Uh, and then we have cops on that. And we have this whole side story with the DEA. And yeah, it's mm-hmm. a, a lot of things. Yeah. But every character, the introduction is like, okay, this guy is this. He's bad because of this. Okay, next guy. He's this and this yeah. and this. And there's none of this bloated stuff that they had in the first one where we got like. Oh, first one, what was it? The last movie we watched. <laughs> yeah. first, uh, the last movie we watched, The Rock, where we get like 50 to 20 minutes to explain one guy. Here we get the be- the worst guy, Cyrus the Virus, who's the mi- big, the big bad daddy. guy. Yeah. His introduction is like 30 seconds. Yeah, and then he, you know, and we, we get what we need to know about him, but then even beyond that, we do gradually get to know more about him throughout the throughout the actions he takes th- during the movie, you know? Yeah, and every every more action that develops a character or drives to everything drives to the story forward yes, in some way. Yes. Everything is interested and needed and yeah, it's tight. There there is no thirty five minute car chase that leads to nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there there's uh, there's no action scene or anything that you can actually cut out in this movie. Uh, of the action that is no, no, and I mean because it is needed for the plot. Every specific one. There are a few dialogue scenes that you could cut out. Sure, but, yeah, but the action is is essential for the plot. Everyone. Yes, it's it's all it's all part of the plot, um, and I and I I I have to attribute that then to the director. Um, because it is the same producers. It's basically I wouldn't say it's the same team, but it is the same. Uh, yes, yeah, sort of the same team making the movie, um, but with a di- different director, um, and he he seems to just have more, yeah, control of the situation. Basically, there are definite there are definite like where you, where you can see the influence of Bruckheimer, like stepping into like the editing or maybe even the directing. There's a lot of uh, like uh, uh, pickups and inserts everywhere, but not as much as in The Rock. So everything is just, it's The Rock, but toned down and more focused, which is exactly what <laughs> The Rock needed. If, if if The Rock was Con Air, it would have been a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a different movie, it yeah, would be good. Yeah. <laughs> uh. No, but I mean, I mean, like, like we talked about uh, when we did the, the Rock, like it needed to be cut down by t- by like 20, 25 minutes almost. Yeah. And this, that's what this Con Air is. It's, just below two hours. It's a perfect, yeah. perfect length. Um, there's yeah, very little fat. Um, all the action is like actually needed to tell the story. It's everything that The Rock isn't. Yeah. The, uh, but 
That said, this movie still have a lot of issues. Sure, yeah, it's a far, lot of them. Far from perfect. <laughs> but most of the, but at least the issues aren't that it's boring. No, yeah, exactly. Uh, you're having, you're entertained. You're having fun throughout the movie. But one thing I, I'd say the biggest issue with this movie, the biggest problem with the movie, why this movie will never be a, a quote-unquote great movie, mm-hmm. is because I this is. The worst Mary Sue main character ever created on movie. Really? Yeah, I mean Nicolas Cage. He is, a, he is the perfect person throughout the entire movie. I uh, sure, yeah, yeah. And it's <laughs> and he can't do anything wrong, and he is so good and the best in everything, <laughs> and it's. It's grating. He's, I would say, he's the worst part of the movie. Not Nicolas Cage <gasps> acting, but that character really? is the worst. I, because I, I uh, of course, since I'm, I, I wrote about this on, on Letterboxd yesterday, and I'm, <laughs> I'm in, I'm in complete opposite of you. Uh, I, for me, he's the, the best part of the movie. Um, what? Everything, How? everything about him. I mean, he's just such a, ah, oh, like he, he. <laughs> He's the perfect person. Y- yes, he is. Um, I mean, yeah, how can, how is that not grating? A person who has no grace. There's no gray. It's just he's just perfect in every way. Well, he isn't. I mean, they they literally set him up as a flawed person because he does out of like rage, even though it's to protect his family, he m- kills a person and has to uh, like. Uh, he's punished for it. So I mean, yeah, but it's but not. Other it's than not that, just, sure, he not, is. It's not that he kills a person. No, he he alone fights three guys in the rain with knives, and they are coming at him, and he's just too good. They can't stand up to him. It's come on. If it was oh. one guy in an alley, that would be fine. But no, no, it's gonna be three guys, and it's just ugh. well, I mean, and he has this fucking roundhouse kicked everyone all the time. He he is he is a a. A, a, yeah, he's a deadly weapon. He's a, <laughs> he's an army ranger. He's an he's army ranger de- against three drunks. So that didn't that didn't yeah. bother me at all. I I, I thought I mean what, I I think that. But I mean, that, that the thing is that even his like biggest mistake is he him being cool and protecting his woman. Yes. And it's just a misunderstanding. It was self defense, but the but the city they didn't understand it because he's. He's just too strong. They have to restrain him, put him in jail. But he, I mean, yeah, and he, but uh, isn't I mean, isn't that kind of an admirable trait, though? Yes, but yeah. not. But but that's yeah. <laughs> but it's still a Mary Sue. I mean, that's the problem. That yeah, it is good qualities, all of it. But everything can't be good qualities. There has to be something more. He has to have some vice. No, no. He sits in jail and he's, he reads poetry and he learns all the languages in the world. And when the riot starts, what? no, he sits in his cell and he's he's cool and he's writing to his daughter. And then he's going to get the present to her. But no, his friend is diabetic and he won't survive. So he has to sacrifice himself and help everyone and save the day. It's just, yeah, well, I... Uh, I, I, I I think you're embellishing a little bit. I mean, there is a, an element of Mary Sueishness to him, I suppose. But I mean, he's not like I don't know. I mean, it's 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 more that he it's it's not that he I gotta try to spin this so it doesn't sound like I'm just defending a Mary Sue character because I don't like Mary Sues. I know I, you don't. That's why I'm surprised yeah, that you. I didn't. I didn't agree with this character. I didn't see it that way. Um. I, I see. This is the this is the this is the biggest Mary Sue of any character in cinema. That I'm gonna say it. Huh? No. There's just this. And also this thing at the end at the end of the movie when they 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 are on the ground. The plane is down. His friend is getting the getting to the hospital. He's his wife is there, but no. He gotta stop the bad guy. He gotta get on that motorcycle and go after. Why? Why? 
Well, Why does he have to do that? Because he, he is the hero and he needs to save everyone. Save the day. Oh, fuck's sake. Well, it, it is that kind of a movie, though. I mean, he couldn't just... Well, there's Cyrus the Virus. Bye-bye. Anyway. Well, you know. Yeah, obviously that's that kind of movie. It's a Mary Sue movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm... Yeah, yeah, but you can't defend so, the Mary Sue character by saying, Well, that's the movie. No, but I mean... <laughs> How how would you how would how would you make him more flawed? Like, what would you change about his character to make him not be Mary Sue? Because I don't. There's no situation in the movie that could, you could really change that much. But specifically that situation I just described, he could just go to his, who is, to his family. He doesn't need to go after the bad guy because he did what he was supposed to do. Yeah, but that's that's, that's we should, not the, we could just that's not also the we could just. We could just change things, like maybe that he uh, wasn't, that he didn't have a choice to go to go down, and maybe not every everything that made the police find them was through Nicolas Cage. None of it was through police work. Everything was Nicolas Cage, because he hid the recorder in the guys who went off the plane. He drew the thing on Chappelle's body when they threw him out. He did everything. Could someone else do that? Maybe there's other good people on the plane. Maybe not everything is one character. Maybe the police could do some job, maybe. There's a lot of changes you can make. But make. He, you don't need to make him the central part of everything. No, no, okay, yeah, I'm not, nah, I'm not buying it. <laughs> I and mean, also, he, is, we have, he is alone on the plane, except for his friend who, who is... Yeah, but why? Why do we dying. have to do that? But, why do we have to do that? Wait, why? I don't, I don't know. Because every everyone because it's a Mary Sue. I don't know. Would you call John McClane a Mary Sue then? Because he's the only one. I mean, he's the only one that actually does anything productive in the first, at least the first Die Hard. Sure, Reginald Vell Johnson shoots the guy in the end, but that's just one bullet, you know. Yeah, but I, I, I would, I, I would bet that if if John McClane could go get his wife, he would get out of there. Nicholas Cage did not in this one. Or, yeah, or but that's Cameron Poe, was he called? It's of course he's called Cameron Poe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but come on, that's like the last ten minutes. I, <coughs> I I agree that 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 the movie should have ended when the plane crashes yeah. in in on the Las Vegas Strip. I agree to that. That last like bike slash fire truck chase is unnecessary. Yeah. But I think I, I mean, mean uh, disregarding that, I I I wouldn't call him a Mary Sue. He's an action hero. It's 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 like it's like it's like like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando. Like he is indestructible, but that's part of the charm of the movie. I don't see this as like a series. Like that's what I call it. That's why I call it like cheesy. Um, and it's it's like it's a, it's a nineties action movie. It's it's not supposed to be taken seriously. So I. It doesn't no, bother me that the is, that the character is um, sort of uh, unrealistic. No, that's that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's unrealistic. I'm not saying that. I I understand those things, but he is perfect. He has no flaws. That's what I'm saying. Well, he, but he does have flaws. Like. Like the fact well, that. Well, uh, well, okay. He hates his wife and doesn't want to see her. I guess that's a flaw. I guess. What? He hates his wife. Yeah, he has like four four moments, four four situations where he can just leave the plane and go home to his wife, and he's like, "No, I need to help everyone." Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> no, <laughs> I, was, I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking that they they actually they, that they, they the the very first thing they do in the movie is set set up that he is flawed. Um, the fact that he he can't sometimes he can't like can, can restrain himself. He he accidentally murders a person. Um, and that but then he because of the the circumstances of his life he. Um, she she even mentions that in the bar before they they fight it outside in the rain, um, that for oh for a second there I, I saw the old Poe or the old Cameron I thought that guy was gone but oh he is baby he is but then you know the old Cameron shows up and he murders that guy or kills him I suppose yeah um and again, that's, that's I, I, I it's not it that's yeah again that's fair if. That would have been in a different way, but no. This is actually three people with knives coming after him and his wife, and in that moment, it should, it is self-defense, and I think it's it is, um, uh, uh defendable that he kills one of them 
Oh yeah, that, yeah. That, that yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that's a flaw. I would say that's a big flaw that makes his character uh, flawed. Because he did something. He did it right. He did a good. I, I'd say he didn't do a bad thing. It was only. It was an accident. It was manslaughter, and that's not a big flaw. I'd say. So I don't think anything else. Do you have any more flaws that he has? Then this specific thing, we both agree that he probably didn't do that bad. No, because the rest of the movie takes place over like three hours. We we don't get to know the character much beyond you know the montage in the beginning, of the prison, and, 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 and the, so you so you so you're saying so now you're saying that it can't be a Mary Sue because the the time frame is too short. Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, I. I I, th- I think there's a difference between a character that is, um, I don't know how to explain it. There's a difference between a Mary Sue and just a character that, that is good at things. What is the difference? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I would have to do... It is, it's fine to like a Mary Sue character. It is fine. Yeah, but I don't see it as a Mary Sue character. He... I can't see how it isn't. Because well, if I'm I'm trying I'm 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 bad at thinking like uh, trying to make up stuff on the spot and make up <laughs> co- figure out stuff on the spot like this. But <laughs> but uh, part of part of being a Mary Sue is also that you're you're like admired and respected by everyone around you. He's not really, um, to some extent by John Cusack, yes, and the guard that he saved. But that's because he saved her. So yeah, all every, the every, good guys it, admire him. <laughs> Well, yeah, of course they do, because he's a good guy. I don't know why wouldn't they like him. I mean, it's the, the the movie is not complex or deep enough to have like nuanced characters like that. I I I, I don't see Cameron Poe being like quote unquote perfect a problem. I I I I, I don't. That, that's fine. You don't have to see it as a problem. That's fine. I'm just trying to wrap my head around like. <sighs> I could not love this character. I mean, <laughs> he's oh my god, he he is like he 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 is um uh a, a, a fucking beacon of hope among among men. <laughs> he he he's he's a specimen. It's just it's just <sighs> he he's I think I think also it's he's one of those characters in movies or in books or whatever that I I really admire he he's he 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 is uh he he's like uh, um what the fuck's his name bradley thomas in uh, uh brawl in cell block 99 like he mm. like uh sure he he has like a, a dark past a criminal past even but he um he has very strong principles um he uh he has uh like he he's he's 100 devoted to his family um and and uh, he he has let go of that dark past, but it does bubble up when he need when he needs it to. It's, it's, it's ah, he's very stoic, and I love those kind of characters. Um, one of my yeah, yeah, one of my favorite, you're allowed to okay okay one of my you're fav- allowed to one of my favorite movies last year. The Card Counter had another one of those characters. It's just like oh, it was so fucking good. <laughs> um, you're allowed to. I'm just saying. I when we were watching the movie, uh. Me and my girlfriend, we were going throughout the movie. We were going, of course he's doing that. Yeah, <laughs> of course it's him. Because uh, someone else do know, of course he did it. No, we were just, there is and, no and, one and else. We, he must step up we, to the plate. Yeah, <laughs> and again, that, that I think that was the big thing when we sort of just started laughing when he jumped on that motorcycle at the end. Of course, your wife and daughter is there. Come well, of co- on. Well, of course it's, he had. No, I gotta get him. And it's just... If he hadn't, yeah. that would be so anticlimactic. <laughs> but don't, don't put that shit in there. Yeah, I know. We don't I know. need it. We don't need it. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. That scene is completely unnecessary. Yeah. They should have just arrested but- Cyrus in the plane wreckage. I know. Yeah. But now it is there, could've... so he has to do it. <laughs> the only thing that's missing, the only thing that's missing to to really, um, to really perfect the 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 Poe arc is if they were doing 
him and Cyrus the Virus having a, a, a bloody fist fight on the plane at the end. That's the only thing that's <laughs> missing. That's, uh, but yeah, so I like the movie. It's very entertaining. I'm having a lot of fun throughout the movie. Uh, I think Poe is the weakest part of the movie. Oh my uh, I think one of what would <laughs> make the movie uh, a little better, I'd say, which would have been fun, that's if we cut out all the beginning and we started on the plane. Yes, I... And then we get to re- we get to uh, find out who every character is, even the good guys while on the plane, at the same rate as we figure out the bad guys. Yeah, I had a similar like thought when I was watching it, because it is really strange to introduce introduce the character they, the way they do. The way they introduce it is, is, is very Michael Bay. It starts out with like, oh, the army rangers are the best of the best, they're the greatest ever. That's yeah. kind of like explaining like the Mary series, like, no no one is as strong as you are, you have defended us yeah. in every war, and blah, 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 blah. And then literally, like, two minutes later, he's murdering a drunk for hitting on his wife. <laughs> he's like, okay! <laughs> and we don't even know the character yet. Um, yeah. So it would but... be nicer, yeah, to, like, just let the fact that he is um, on this plane be more of a, yeah, more of, like, a dark past. But he's yeah. he's be, he's put that, like, behind him now. And goddammit, yeah. they're forcing me to be this man again. You know. I, I, I think that would also solve some of the Mersu issues that I have. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Uh, because we don't see the... We're not... Because pre- that's what the beginning does. It's really it's prepping us to see this guy is perfect. He's a good <laughs> guy. Look at him in his cell learning Spanish and <laughs> sending sending notes to his daughter and the, the riots are going on and he's writing a heartfelt note and it's not so bad here in prison. I'm making a lot of friends. I'm going to come to him and visit you soon. Yeah. And that's... And it would have been more interesting. I, I could have bought the Mary Sue thing if we didn't know his backstory. If he was just doing his best with the situation. Uh, and even not really finding out until like halfway or even further that he is going to see his wife. Then we don't... You only think he's a good inmate, sort of. Uh, but yeah, that, uh, that's but but that's that's nitpicking and that's that's changing the structure of the movie. Um, I still think it's a fun movie, uh, and yeah, I'm I'm thoroughly inter- entertained. And as I said before, all of these small plot threads that you can just pick and choose, you can choose to not care about Poe at all, and almost, still yeah. have a lot of good fun story arcs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you could just. Follow this uh, cartel business and the 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 DIA DEA business and the all of these small car uh, small characters. Yeah, and it's it's yeah, it's, so. it's it's just that Cameron Poe, Nicholas Cage's character, gets the most uh, like uh, uh, um, focus. Focus, yeah, because yeah. they wanted to focus on him. But yeah, there are a bunch that of other stories. Like being told around, like that's why I said this could easily be like a ten-hour, like limited series where they just focus on each yeah. each different character. Um. Why? Well, uh, well, I. Let's let's well, okay. Let's talk about Nicolas Cage then. Since this is the Nicolas Cage podcast, because yeah. you 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 weren't a fan of the character, but were you a fan of the acting of of Nicolas Cage as the character? <clears throat> Gotta say. Now that we've seen so many Nicolas Cage movies, we see the progression. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like one thing that I would have definitely had a problem with and uh, was very confused about is his weird southern s yeah. <laughs> accent. But since we've seen so many of his movies, it's like, yeah, he probably just decided that he wanted to do that and nobody could stop him, so I guess... Uh, let's just yeah, I, I've I've heard a lot of people talking about like I I read some review like that, like trying to say like everyone from I think it's Tennessee or something like doesn't sound like him. I promise. It's like yeah. <laughs> so I I think people have a problem or not like they notice the the accent. Yeah. Yeah. But that's also so, it's for me, for me it's part of his charm. He just sounds so yeah. damn nice. <laughs> I I just think it's it's uh it's one of those. Nicolas Cage quirks that I've grown to respect. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, you no, know, I think it's good. he does a good job. And uh, now he really has 
evolved from The Rock to be the full-fledged action hero. Oh yes, uh, yes. So, so, so now he's now he's now he's there. Now he's on the top. The the, the action hero. Uh, in the same vein as like Bruce Willis and uh, yeah, well Schwarzenegger, I guess. Yeah, uh, he, he's up like there. Van Damme. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's that's also kind of why I, I I like the. Uh, I think I guess that's more meta. Because um, it's not so much the character being being like developed as it is Nicolas Cage. Like, but when we see him in the beginning of the movie, we see him like doing handstand push-ups and meditating. It's like yeah. this is not your average Nicolas Cage. He is action man Nicolas Cage. Yeah, and then the long hair. Yes. <laughs> oh, the five o'clock shadow. Oh my god. He is. Yeah. So. Ooh, so uh, what Nicolas a man. Cage is, is, <laughs> he's perfect in this role. Yes. I'd say. This yes. Is, this is one of those roles he's born to do, and it's kind of funny we 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 forgot to talk about that in the last episode uh, because mm-hmm. he didn't really have a lot of we didn't men- we didn't talk much about like the rage cage aspect because there wasn't much All right. in the rock. There was a couple of times like Zeus's butthole yeah. was kind of like him screaming and yelling, or yeah. Freeze Mister was kind of a rage cage. Here though, he is so like calm and collected all the time. Yeah. There is no rage cage here, which it's, it's sad because it's fun to watch the rage cage. But it's also like I'm glad he didn't strengthening the character in a way. Yes, I'm glad he didn't like freak out as Cameron Poe because that would have ruined the character. It wouldn't have fit at all. So I I guess that's like admirable of him to like restrain his acting so that actually fits the character. And not just well, I'm gonna be me now. No, he, I mean, he's actually playing the character. I like that. Because imagine him like I don't know in the middle of playing, going like, well, well, it wouldn't have worked at all. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. As I said, it strengthens the character that he's. It seems like in every scene and every second he is calculating his next moves, and he's always knowing what to do, and he's. Laser focus on his goal, sort of. Mm, yes. And I think Nicolas Cage really portrays that well. Uh, even though he's a very subdued character who doesn't... He doesn't say that much in the movie. He's sort of the strong, silent type. Yeah, another does, another admirable trait. <laughs> yeah, he does talk. It's not like he's quiet. No, no. Uh, but but he, he, he talks quietly, I guess. Um, <laughs> and and uh, again, that, I think that's... Uh, it's it's really interesting that Nicolas Cage can convey so much uh, emotion and sort of I wouldn't say depth, but I would say uh, you know what's going on in the in the head of that character, oh, yeah. even though he's not saying anything and barely even physically responding to anything. Yeah. Um. Oh, but by the way, that's also a very very action hero borderline. Uh, when we groaned, Mary Sue, uh, Mary Sue is about him. When he's um, taking control of the plane and he gets shot in the arm and it doesn't even. Oh uh, yeah, he just he keeps, keeps walking. walking. It's so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I mean, he just nudges him. Come on. <laughs> oh, I thought that's yeah. But yeah, so, so, that's a little so much, but Cage... it's so cool. <laughs> So I think Nicolas Cage, Nicolas Cage is great in this movie. Uh, I I wouldn't change really anything from his performance. No. I would change something from his character, but not his performance. Definitely. Sure. Yeah, and I mean, like, like yeah, yeah, he 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 does a like. I wouldn't say this is some of his best work, but that is not because of his acting. It's more because the character isn't very nuanced. Yeah, exactly. Like, but I would, he like, does, as he does act- the best he can. Yeah, exactly. With, as yes. an actor, it's some of his better work because he's he really like embodies Cameron Poe as a character, as one note as he is. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't. Yeah, this is one of those, one of the few movies I'd say where we, where you don't look at Nicolas Cage, you look at Cameron Poe. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He you don't you don't think of him like oh it's Nicolas Cage. No, yeah, exactly. And you're just you're just waiting for him to do the Nicolas Cage things. No, he is Cameron Poe. Yeah. For better or for worse. <laughs> and he has great chemistry with, I think, every other actor. Yes, that. yes. E- There's so good. It, it, just every character or every actor in this movie, just great 
uh, chemistry with everyone. Yeah, and he and all because he managed to have like little interactions with almost every character, and he, yeah. even if it's like a, a, a small thing, like uh, um, like he, he he barely talks to Dave Chappelle, but even they seem to like have chemistry. They seem like they are two people on that plane, not just two actors. Yeah. Um, or even his his wife. Well, they they barely meet each other in the movie. There's one scene in the beginning and one scene in the end, but you still like f- fully like by the fact that he he is uh, like he has waited for this day for seven years, even though he leaves her when you know you know on the motorcycle and everything. Man, well, except for that part. Um, and he uh, well, yeah, I, I I even talking about that scene, I, I like the fact which they didn't play up too much. But the fact that it's the first time he's meeting his daughter, and it isn't just—it right. it isn't just an immediate embrace. She's like shy at first because like he's mm. bleeding and there's a burning plane wreckage in the background and everything. Um, yeah, and she's that's, like that's six good. years, seven years old and meeting him for the first time. It's nice yeah. that she didn't just like daddy. <laughs> but then of course, <laughs> you, you know how children talk. <laughs> yeah, it's like gremlins, you know. Yeah, yeah obviously, obviously. Um. That was also a nice little touch, but of course, it, yeah. it, it, it just just for a few seconds. Then of course, like, oh, daddy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, gotta just say, John Malkovich is really fun in this movie. Yes, we haven't talked a lot about that, but he is. Um, maybe not one of like the great movie villains, but he's a lot of fun. Yeah, and and you really, really get that he is this fucking psychotic maniac. Dangerous, smart guy. Yeah, yeah. It's very close to like being a Joker knockoff, but <laughs> still doing doing his own thing. Yeah, there's. I don't remember exactly what the what the uh, exchange is, but someone like asks him, "Are you crazy?" And he's like, "According to my last psychoval, yes." Like, no. yeah. <laughs> there's a lot yeah, of that. Know, also, this when he when he threatens the pilot and he say. But who will fly? The, if you shoot me, who will fly the plane? Yeah, I never planned that far ahead, and you you really feel, yeah, he doesn't. I mean, he planned this whole heist, but he he could just shoot this yeah. guy for out of spite. He could do that. They they do imply that he had kind of planned for it because the swamp thing character does know how to fly a plane, and he's obviously yeah, yeah, in on the plan. Yeah, but it, that's before the swamp thing. Oh, of course, on the plane. of course. So if he, he could have, if he shot him there, they would be fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, but I, I buy it that he that he would do it. Oh yeah. Um, one thing though, I think they 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 overdo it on how long he's been in jail because he's thirty nine years old. They say, and he's been in prison for twenty five. So he's been in prison. He's only been free for fourteen years. Yeah. Um So I'm 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 guessing that must have been like his first fourteen years, and then he went into like juvenile hall. Um. So uh, he's he's supposed to be this like this like uh, uh, maybe he's not like known to the public, but at least like the DA agents and the prison people know who he's like. Oh, he's this infamous uh, criminal. But it feels like most of his time is just spent in jail. So I guess all the infamous stuff he's done is in jail. It would have been more fun if he was like more of like a public figure like everyone knows like oh he did that uh, the infamous bombing of whatever whatever but I don't yeah, know yeah I mean you could if you want to talk about maybe he they count like a juvenile correction facility and maybe he's been there for since he was like six and maybe he was out like one year then he was something like that sure, for yeah. like Ten years is out for two years. I was thinking he, like that too, but it felt because you know. But it's it is a stretch, and you yeah. need to like think about it. Um, it's it's kind it's kind of so, like yeah. um kind of like uh what's his name uh, not not the actor the 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 inmate Charles Bronson Charlie Bronson like yeah he, the, the crimes he did to be in jail aren't I mean they're bad but they're not that bad I mean he robbed a, a jewelry store and I think he like uh he shot someone. But then, why he's become infamous is for all the stuff he did in prison. Well, but yeah. for a character like Cyrus Device, it would have been better if he was like an infamous bank robber or terrorist or something. But no, he's just uh, he murdered people in jail. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, how did he even? He how did he even get in contact with the the South American drug lord people? I don't know. Uh, 
Yeah. It doesn't really matter. No. It's just something I rec- I thought about. Like, so he's, yeah, he's it, been in jail since he was it, 14. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What did he do? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he bombed a post office when he was 14. Who knows? Mm. Yeah. Hey, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think you shouldn't think about it. No, no, of course not. It's just supposed to be like this. Oh, he's a product of the prison system. And I gotta say, one of the weirdest characters in this movie, it's it's fun to see just because you like him, like him but Steve Buscemi's character, that's a weird thing to put in this movie. Yeah, he doesn't really have anything to do. He, no. If there's anything you could cut out of this movie, it's him. Yeah. Because uh, I was thinking of that. Because when he... For people who haven't seen it, there's this guy who... He comes on in on like the, this Hannibal Lecter straight jacket mouth guard thing. Yeah, yeah. He's... Uh, and, they, and they're like, he's the most infamous serial killer. He killed like 30 women. And then... And they release him and he's on the plane. And he just more or less sit around saying some remarks... Uh, talk of being a little creepy. And then at one point he goes off the plane and have a tea party with a girl. And you think, oh, yeah, he's, he's going to murder her. Yeah. But and then he then doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah. And th- that's what he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, he feels no purpose, but I, I, I don't mind that that character's in the movie, which is, I don't know, it's strange, but he is interesting enough that you, you I, I guess you kind of constantly you're just waiting for him to like explode because he's known for like just murdering people like an, like an in, like literally like an insane person but, ah! yeah, but he never sort of, does I don't it know. feels like they put him in there because they needed to need some tension but this movie is totally tension it's just tension throughout the movie we don't need more tension yeah, yeah like so. I can't say that the movie would be less interesting without him no. But since he is there, cutting him out now would almost ruin the movie because he is a fun character for what little purpose he fills, you know, if yeah. any at all. And, and Steve Buscemi does a great job. Yes, because he's fucking Steve Buscemi. <laughs> yeah. He's never bad. Oh. True. Not even in the Adam Sandler movies. No, no. He he <laughs> he is uh, he he is the like the little little spark of fun in a lot of. Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> like his character in Billy Madison is a great. He saves the <laughs> ending of that dumb movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know if there's much uh, much else to say. Um, it's fun to see John Cusack not be the main character. Yeah. He's always he's always the main character in every movie he is in. Even like yeah. the sh- shitty like direct DVD action movies he does nowadays, he's always like the main character. But here, he plays a solid support character, and he's almost better that way. I mean, not I mean he's done much better work as the main character and stuff like High Fidelity, and I am a big fan of Gross Point Blank. But like sometimes I think he works better as a as a as a su- support character, and he definitely does in this one. Like, if the movie focused on him, that would be boring, I think. Because he's, he's, he's not an action guy. Yeah, true. But, uh, I mean, John Cusick is always... I always liked him. Oh, yeah, he's always good. Just like yeah, Steve Buscemi, he's always good. Yeah, he's always good. Uh, but, but, yeah, he should make more... Uh, more, more this kind of role. Yeah, in, 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 instead of doing... Because he, he's basically doing the same thing that, that uh, uh, Bruce Willis is doing nowadays. Just not on the same scale. Like, just doing any shitty direct-to-DVD thriller or action movie he can. Because he can say, eh, I want f- I want five million. Oh, here you go. Thanks. And he's, you know, he's fine. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. Um, but he, he, should, he should do... Um, he should try... Well, he do, he kind of like Nicolas Cage does nowadays. But he does it because he, he has, like... Hundreds of millions of dollars in back tax, so he has to do it. <laughs> um, there might be a similar thing with John Q. It's like I don't know, um, but he should do. He should try to do what Nicolas Cage does. Um, um, other than those kind of movies, to do like a a weird like side character in a, in, a, in an indie movie, or do like a like a pig, or or um, uh, I don't know. Like yeah, he did. He was like a, a side character in, in Kick Ass, even though that was not a great movie. But you know what I mean. 
Yeah, like yeah. try to not be the star in every movie because it, it, yeah. it's not working for him. Obviously, it would be fun to yeah. see him in more of a, like a like uh, almost like in a like character actor kind of role in an, in a in a in a supporting role. Ha- have him have sort of then have like a like a resurgence of 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 his career because like nobody talks about John Cusack anymore. That's sad. Cause he's a great actor. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even remember what I saw him last in. The last thing I can remember that I like watched specifically because oh it's John Cusack and uh, and and I I, I want to watch it because it's him um, was what the fuck is it called Ice Harvest, which that's over ten years ago. Oh. Um, that's not no uh, no. It's Oliver yeah, Platt, just... Billy Bob Thornton, two thousand and five. Jesus Christ! I saw one movie which like this super weird, super bad. Uh... Uh, like crime drama. Uh, well, yeah, he does a lot of those. Yeah, what was that called? <laughs> uh, the Bagman, I think it was. The Bagman, never heard of it. Well, yeah, the Bagman. That was bad movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, okay, I say Ice Harvest, but I have seen him other stuff, of course, because that was two thousand and five. He did uh, fourteen oh eight in two thousand and seven, which is a great, great movie. Um, and he did do. Which was a smaller role like that. that was, he should have just kept making those movies. He made uh, Love and Mercy, where he played uh, uh, the singer in uh, Pet Shop Boys when he's older. Uh, oh. I don't know if you've seen that movie. It's it's no. fucking amazing. It's a it's about Brian Wilson, the the main what uh, the frontman of Beach Boys, no. um, and it's it takes place during the time that they make uh, the um, the Pet Sounds album. They're, they're like big. Kind of their Sgt. Pepper's Pepper oh. uh, album, and then it takes, and then it, it fast forwards twenty years later or something like that, and it you know focuses, it goes back and forth, back and forth, and he plays mm. uh, Brian Wilson as the older, he plays the older Brian Wilson in the eighties, and he's ah, he's great. Paul Dano mm. is great as the younger Brian Wilson, and the movie is just amazing. Hmm. You should check that one out. Yeah. That's a serious recommendation. Even if you don't like Pet Shop Boys, or not, <laughs> not Pet Shop Boys, uh, Beach Boys. Oh, I just I just read a trivia about Con Air now. Oh, I don't know what I think about that. <laughs> okay, uh, what? What did he say? So, Kid Rock, you know Kid Rock. Yes. He made a move, a, a song called "American Badass." Yeah. It's based on Cameron Poe. Oh my God! Well, now I have to listen to that. <laughs> I'm checking that out as soon as we're done with this. <laughs> yeah, because... Well, that's a perfect description. He is an American badass. American badass. Oh. Another thing that I was thinking of, Conair is a pretty bad name of a movie, isn't it? It's, it's a pretty bad name. Um... I think it's catchy. I, I think, like... I, I think it is. Conair, and you see the, the... Especially with the poster and everything. Because I... I when I saw it, I felt that was a pretty good, better name. If you called Jailbird, <laughs> the plane is called. The plane is called Jailbird. Yeah, I know, but then it, that would I don't know. That sounds more like a. Uh, that sounds like a like sixties comedy. <laughs> Jailbird. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think Connor seems so so lame. But I mean, that's Con I mean, it, it's a it's it's a play on you know what you know. Air, yeah, I know. Airlines, I know. Airlines, in the air, and they're because they're a bunch of convicts. They're con air. I don't know. I I know. I haven't really I haven't really pondered over it. Um, I, I'm neither here nor there. It's the name of the movie, I suppose. I think it's silly in the movie that Cyrus comes up with con air like, "Welcome aboard, con air." Like, yeah. shut up. <laughs> Um, if 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 I'm gonna criticize the name for anything, it's that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, any reviews of this? Uh, yes. It didn't. It didn't get as good reviews as The Rock, which now, in hindsight, uh, or like thirty years later, almost twenty-five years later, uh, re- really perplexes me. But I guess at the time. It doesn't have as much action. It isn't as fast-paced, so I can see why people then thought it was not as good. But it did get some few, a few good reviews. Um, it got a fifty-two on 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 Metascore, uh, or Metacritic. Uh, 
Mm. Um, and the best one is an 8 out of 10 from Washington Post. It says, Con Air, a summer blast of a movie, teaches us many things. Uh, producer Jerry Bruckheimer never met an explosion, car crash, or 20 tough guys talking trash he didn't like. Yeah. Nicolas Cage is one of our most enjoyable screen heroes. Uh, as long as you're funny, you can literally get away with murder in a movie. I don't know what he means by that, but okay. Um, and then Roger Ebert, who... Well, he liked The Rock, right? I think he did. Yeah, I think so. He likes this one as well. But it's kind of funny, because that one he just said was like a quintessential action movie. Like, great. Nothing weird about it. Just a good action movie. But this one he thinks is absurd. He says, this is a movie that knows it's absurd and does little to deny it. Mm. And I I understand what he's saying, because this is definitely done. It's like a wink-wink, nudge-nudge movie. They know they're making a silly action movie. Um... But I mean, I would I would definitely call The Rock absurd before I call Con Air absurd, because that movie is just strange. <laughs> well. Um. Oh my God! Here's actually someone who no- uh, mentions The Rock. Uh, from New York Times, seven out of ten. The colorfully written Con Air is a solid chip off The Rock. <laughs> pumped up and uh, pumped up and very well cast with the prettiness and polish of advertising art. Okay, what? <laughs> And the worst it got, because then there's a bunch of middling stuff, and let's see here, it actually got a few negative ones. The worst one it's got well, was from Dallas Observer, 2 out of 10. Jesus. While Tyro director, I don't know if Tyro's a movie, Tyro director Simon West fills Connor with all the slam-bang action and well-honed wisecracks that were the more positive qualities of its predecessors, the film brims with even more of, uh, with all their worst qualities. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. I, pff, I have that, to disagree. Then I know exactly like, what you mean. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so it's the best and the worst of action movies. I don't, I don't know about that. Because there's nothing terrible about this movie. No. If anything, you can say some stuff is middling. Like, yeah, the, the pacing isn't yep. the greatest. It's kind of slow at times, but not in a bad way. But it's just like, get you know. Um, but I mean, there's nothing... Yeah, there's nothing bad about it. It's just... Mediocre at points. So yeah. I don't see that. Con hey, from Slate. Con Air is boring to the marrow. Like what? What do you mean it's boring? <laughs> they, boring. I would I would never call this movie boring. They drag a sports car behind a, a, a cargo plane. That's fun. And then they they crash <laughs> it into an air tower. It's that's fun. What do you mean it's boring? Fuck you. <laughs> so uh The Rock got a seven point four yes. on IMDb. Yes. And the Connor is a six point nine. So what are people saying? I mean, that's not that uh, big of a difference. It's half a half no, a point, so no. to speak. But uh, most people say more or less what we say that it's uh, so uh, kick back and have fun. So ridiculous that it's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, super fun and ridiculous '90s blockbuster action fest. Uh, what was it solid action movie? Uh, plenty of action, not plenty of brains. No. That's a seven out of ten. That's well, I I, I could agree <laughs> to that. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, people seem to like it, but they all seem to agree that it is a stupid movie, but it's fun movie. There are some people who are very uh, angry because Nick, there was one here. Here, um, t- title is nice use of the Oscar Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So, uh, in the grand tradition of actors who win Oscars and then proceed to ruin the Academy's credibility by staring at, starring in terrible movies, Nicolas Cage made quick work of his career boos- career boost by appearing in this horrible action movie, and has been a downward spiral ever since. What, what? This film is downright unpleasant, <laughs> and I guess that's not not much room for a. F- guess there's not much room for a film about a bunch of escaped maximum security inmates to be anything else. Cage looks, sounds, and acts ridiculous. And John Malkovich is typically unbearable as a sardonic and monotone ringleader. <laughs> Only two things make this film watchable at all. John Cusack and the pleasant theme song. Two out of ten. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus. But when, when, was that, when was that review written? 2009. 2009, okay, yeah. Because that's kind of before... Nicholas Cage, the Renaissance. yeah, the Renaissance, where he started doing smaller movies. Yeah, I mean, it's it it's because yeah. that kind of started back then. It kind of kind of started with Kick Ass because it was like, oh, Nicholas Cage in a supporting role where he's actually good. 
Yeah. But yes, I guess that was just before that started happening. And now I would say he's more or less back with with Pig. Yeah, and, and I I do think it's weird to say that this everything was bad since since this movie because I mean movie after this one next week is Face Off, which I would yeah, say. Yeah, that's you know. In, From my memory, at least, that's like one of his best movies. Yeah, and it's definitely the best action movie he's made. Oof, Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, yeah, it is one of those, like, up there, top ten action movies all time. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, I guess that guy didn't watch Face Off? Or maybe he doesn't Maybe <sighs> he doesn't like action movies. I can see what he's saying. Like, as soon he does all the... For, for the most part, he did, like, quirky... Uh, very, very disparate, like different movies, all up to the point where he wins an Oscar for a very, like emotionally, like powerful performance. And the first thing he does is three big budget schlock Hollywood yeah. blockbuster action movies. I, I, I can see his point, but <laughs> I did read, read somewhere that this, uh, this is it, and it's it's his his holy action trinity is <laughs> The Rock, Con Air, and Face Off. Uh, yeah. Uh. Unfortunately, I, I agree. I, it's just unfortunate that The Rock is one of them. Yes, but, exactly. <laughs> but I, I agree, because it is his big action break. I don't think he has any other, like, uh, this big action movies back to back in his career. No, I, I don't think he has any on this level. I mean, Gone in 60 Seconds is not the same thing. Uh, no. The National Treasure movies, are they're not action movies, they're adventure movies. Very different, very different. True. Uh, there is some action movies like uh, in the Renaissance. He's done some action movies, and he on this level. Well, no, there's like indie movies. Yeah. Um, and there, yeah, I was thinking about like Mandy. Isn't that like an action movie? I haven't seen it, but you've seen it. The, there's not that much action in it, actually. Um, oh, okay. They they really sold it on the action scenes, but that's more of a mood piece. Yeah, it's very good, but it's not it's not really an action movie. And then we have Ghost Rider 2, so... I mean, uh, sure, yeah. I haven't seen <laughs> that one, but I've heard a lot of good about it, so yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this is like his his top action. Oh, yes. Career, yes, I definitely. Think. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, so uh, what are you going to give it? Um, Let's see here. I have to... <laughs> I have to see... What, what, did, what did I give... Um, uh, the the rock. rock. I gave it like a, a four. four. Yeah, a four. Okay, because I looked on IMDb, and just like The Rock, but way way back in the day, I gave this a 7 out of 10. And I might actually go with a 7, because I'm thinking, like, 5 is mediocre, run-of-the-mill, and that's that's not it. 6 is almost too close to mediocre, so I'm... We don't do half points. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a, a, a weak 7. What? Uh, so I... I'm gonna be stingy and give it a strong six. It is probably a week sure. seven. No, but that's but, makes sense. Yeah. But but as you said last time, we need to be a little more restrained this time. Yes. So I'm gonna give it a very very strong six. Yes. I probably should too, but it's eh, whatever. Yeah. The numbers are ultimately kind of arbitrary, but we we do it yeah. for fun. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um. Yeah. That was Con Air. Yeah. Uh, a fun movie. Uh. I. Still won't change the channel if it comes on. Nope. Uh, but uh, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put uh, Cameron Poe as uh, in in the, in, the, in the Hall of Fame of action heroes. Oh, I'm buying a poster and putting him uh, <laughs> over over my bed, definitely. <laughs> so you can look at him when you fall asleep. Oh yeah. I mean, I was completely <laughs> sold. I was like, my eyes were like sparkling, and I was like, oh, Cameron Poe. I I completely fell in love with him. Pure man crush. Uh, definitely. Oh, I gotta mention one last thing, just quickly, I gotta mention, because it was something I, I thought of, and I should have written it down. Because uh, mm-hmm. And you reminded me when you read one of the reviews. Um, the main the main theme is awesome, with the, with the, with the wee-oo guitar. Yeah. But the rest of the movie, or the rest of the uh, soundtrack, sounds like it, like... It's all like synthesizer rock trying to sound like the main theme. It's terrible. It's just that one theme <laughs> song that they keep repeating over and over again. But then when you hear the rest of the, the soundtrack, here and there you hear it, and it's just like <laughs> sounding. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? Why didn't you just have that guy play the solo over the entire movie? I don't know. 
It's just a small I, thing, I, but I I just picked that up. I don't think I ever know. I don't think I noticed. I didn't the sound music at all. Ah, okay. The score. Well, then, next time you watch it, if you watch it, just because yeah. they accentuate. Yeah, I will watch all, it again. Oh yeah, every so. like explosion, every time you know something cool happens, it's all accentuated by a wee wee guitar. It's so cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, I, I just wanted to mention that. Yeah. Uh, so that was Connor yes. from 1997. Next week is another movie from 1997, Face Off, mm. which we said is, is probably going to be the best action movie in this list. Yeah, probably. That's his but... best, his best uh, action movie. Yeah, and uh, and I mean, so yeah, just looking look, forward to that. Yeah, and just looking at the score, Jesus Christ, we're not gonna. I won't mention it, but yeah, it's definitely got better reviews. <coughs> uh, oh my God! <laughs> uh, also, also, it's a lot of, um, uh, it's a lot of levels of acting in that movie too. Oh yes, oh yeah. So that's, it's gonna be interesting to think about it in that way. Yeah, because I haven't seen it's, it. It's, just it's, like. It's, uh, it's, just like The Rock and, and this. I haven't seen it in a long time, so I'm interested yeah. in rewatching it. Uh, so, yeah. Is, is Nicolas Cage going to be good, or is it only John Travolta who is good? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Yeah, that's next week. That's next week. That's uh, that. Yeah, so we, that was Con Air. Next week is Face Off. Um, and as always... Um, uh, if if you want to listen to these episodes earlier, like like a month or more earlier, we are available on patreon.com slash don't make a scene where I'm uploading all these episodes as we record them. But they will be available on YouTube and Spotify and everything. Um, yeah, a little more than a month later. So you can you can you can you can stay ahead of the curve for only three bucks a month. So please check us out there, you know. There's also a bunch of other stuff. Um, exclusive episodes of my other podcast, the Spoiler Cast, uh, commentary tracks, um, and uh, and and so sometimes exclusive videos. I'm I'm working more on those nowadays. Uh, and also, you will be supporting us and helping us continue making this this uh, this show. So check us out there. There are links everywhere. And uh, other than that, thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in the next episode where we talk about Face Off. But until then, have a good one. Bye. Bye, everyone. Madness in the Method is part of the Please Don't Make a Scene podcast network. It is produced and directed by Tobias Vedin after a concept by Christopher Billian. It is hosted by Tobias Vedin and Christopher Billian. Executive producer is Annika Vedin. If you want to be a supporter of the show, please check us out on patreon.com slash don't make a scene. We can get early access to episodes exclusive episodes of other podcasts, commentary tracks, and much, much more. And we want to give a huge shout-out to our patron supporters, Laura Kinney, Rasmus Jonsson, Mom, and Dad.